What's up, everybody? Thanks again for tuning in. This is another episode of 314 Punk. Um, I have a bunch of stuff to go through, so I'm just going to kind of rattle it off a little bit. Uh, before I go into it, I just wanted to say uh, thanks for everybody for tuning in and for all the events that we've met people at. This has been really cool. Um, if you like this podcast, please give us a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. That just helps us like get into the algorithm and get it out to more people. So... Um, definitely thanks for all who have done that so far. Um, I <clears throat> uh, wanted to give a shout out to Daisy Chain, who has uh, a new EP coming out on July 1st. Um, they are also doing an EP release show uh, with The Public and Distant Eyes at the Conservatory. And then on uh, July 2nd, we have The Methadones, Dan Vapid and the Cheats, Cuban Missiles and the Winks at Red Flag. And also on July 2nd, we have Bastard and Fister at the Sinkhole. So some good shows coming up there. Um, July 7th, we have Family Medicine, which this is their show. Uh, they're on this episode. <laughs> um, I have to look up here real quick what um, show this is. Um, they have a show coming up with... Um, oh, shoot. Where can't I find it? Um... It's at the sinkhole. I can tell you that much. <laughs> um, they mention it on this show, so just definitely make sure to, to check that out. Um, it's coming up. Um, yo, here it is. Here it is. It is with Painted Light, Chancla Fight Club, Caterpillars, and that is at the sinkhole as well. And then um, on July 9th, you have uh, Direct Measure. Uh, let me pull up this flyer here real quick. Um, that is... Hold on, I just freaking saw it. Okay, that is Direct Measure at the Sinkhole with Squint, Prevention, The Runts, and Warn. So uh, make sure... Oh, that was actually just yesterday. Damn it. Okay, the next one's coming up, though. Um, I'll let you know all, all, all about it. So... <laughs> There's just so much going on right now. Uh, July 22nd, um, Family Medicine is playing at the new Ready Room also. And then on July 23rd, we have Fear with uh, yours truly, Wes Hoffman and Friends, and Bastard Squad. So make sure to check out all these shows. Uh, there's more coming up. We're doing some 314 Punk shows at the Sinkhole and at uh, the Conservatory as well. Um, the one at the Sinkhole is July 26th. Uh, that's with Drying Out, It Is What It Is, Tom Thanks, and Inner City Witches. And then on July 25th at the Conservatory with H7, Shots Fired, and um, uh, Qualia from Chicago. So lots happening, lots going on. Um, oh, we also have dad hats for sale. Um, I've got a, a few up on the website right now. We did a pre-order, and I just ordered a bunch of extras. So we'll have those at shows as well as... Um, we're selling them online, too. So thanks so much to everybody who's just been a part of it. Uh, here is the newest Family Medicine song, and then it'll go right into the podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon.
you got to get comfy. Yeah. You know. I feel like yeah. I'm sitting. I'm definitely sitting between like, I'm in the middle of the crack. This isn't gonna bother you if if I move this just a little bit closer. No. Oh yeah. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Get com- Are you comfy? I mean, oh yeah. I'll be yeah. in a spot that I'll. Do you need a stuffed animal? There's a Taz back there. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah. I have a. I have a. Uh, I always been a pillow hugger. Me too. Oh, me too. Yeah, you me always too. have like a yeah. lap or something like that. I have a I have a Cheshire cat. That's actually one the one from Six Flags. It's like kind of it has like a little structure to it. Oh yeah. Yeah, my ex wife gave that to me. I feel it. Um, and uh, um, yeah, it's from Six Flags, and uh, sturdy. But I have a I have a Cheshire cat, um, like a, the pink one from Alice in Wonderland that I take. I put it on our merch table, uh-huh. but I also just like. I, I find myself when I'm just standing there, I'll end up picking it up and holding it like it's a real cat. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's it really is like a comforting thing, you know. So it really is. I, there's really nothing I put in my fucking fanny pack that I need for the day, but it's like a blankie. Yeah. Now just like yeah. having it. Oh, have, the security I, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I usually just have my wallet and like a pack of cigarettes, and it's like I could put them in my pocket, but like. Once you go fanny pack, it's hard to put things in your pocket again. Yeah, you know what like I mean? my pockets be free now. So is that a fanny pack or is that like a shoulder bag? This is actually a fanny pack. That, uh, that you so just it goes on both. Shoulder bag. Yeah, okay. but yeah, you just use it as a shoulder kind of thing. I got another one too that uh, it has a little bit more structure to it. Okay. So, uh, Protective. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like a it's like for your like your hip, but you can it's also tactical. Do it like you can keep his knives and his sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, you know. For whatever I got, my, my, my bug out, my bug out fanny. You know what I mean? Your bug out. I'm just kidding. What's that mean? Bug out fanny. Uh-huh. Oh, like you know, like the like the the, the dudes. The, uh, you gotta get out of town quick. Yeah, you gotta get out of town. Oh, quick. Like, okay. Know, like the, uh, okay. The, uh, He's like, Lily, grab preppers. my go bag. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. no, the world's gonna end. And it's like he's <laughs> got hair dyeing, <laughs> toothpaste, change of underwear. Dude, you know how like, you know, I've been listening to like a lot of like. Like history and shit podcasts, have you know, and stuff like people that just like just all of them just get up and just walk away, like back in the day, and like have like fifteen passports with like different names. Just like damn, dude, they like, fucking had to. They're like like back, how oh, far back? Oh yeah, the, you could be just nomadic. Yeah, yeah, you yeah you're just, just like, how far back in the day are you are you talking about? Like, like even like even back in like the seventies and the eighties, like people were just like, my name was Jim Johnson and I left Arkansas as Timmy Stewart. That's yeah, that's what fucks me up about now watching those like murder documentaries. <coughs> like how fucking easy it was yeah. to kill someone like in the 70s yeah yeah like all you had to do was just not be seen yeah yeah. that's it well, that's well, it or like go out of state it, well, and you would get away with it, it there. for years <laughs> yeah yeah with your phones now like they can track you and, and oh, I mean yeah. it's just so yeah. it's like there's a tr- you're tracked everywhere You'd everything think everything it would be do. impossible to get away with murder but you'd think that yeah cause like but <laughs> Still, 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 just well, I mean, do you, you, yeah, well, you've done something, you need to tell, tell us I about it. Every time I murder somebody, <laughs> so like, you know, you like, you let off at like once you're in a room, like, your body lets off a scent that takes up that room, yeah. Like, the, so cops now are trying to figure out ways of like. Because, like, your chemical compound, like, whatever pheromone you're lit, like... Oh, like, reverse scent tracking? You're being able to, like, keep it in a room. Like, they'll be able to track, like, because everybody has their own... That sounds like a fucking Tom Cruise movie, for sure. You remember the order report? Yeah. Yeah. The precogs and shit. (laughs) That was, like, scent. Yeah, It was, like... We can sniff who's in this room up to five years ago. We can, or we can sniff who's going to be yeah, in this we room. Sniff who's going to be. <laughs> I mean, it's it's wild, man. It really is wild. I kind of do like sometimes. I like to pretend that um, I don't always like. Have, so I work from home, and I'm so I'm on my computer or my phone all the time. And sometimes I like to pretend that it's like 
2000, not quite far back to the 70s or the 80s even, you know, or 90s. But I just like to pretend that it's like 2003 or something like that. And like, I don't have a phone yet, you know, like, because even back then, like I had a phone, but you could just call like texting wasn't even really a thing. And remember yeah. how you had to call people after nine o'clock so your minutes were free? God. Like, you know, uh, uh, so you call your girlfriend or something and be like, "Oh, call me after nine, then we can talk forever," you know. And like, hey. I remember you used to. <laughs> I remember that every girl, like, that my, but I think at that time it was like my first girlfriend. Like we would talk on the fucking phone for hours. Yes, like well into the evening. I you can't keep me on the phone for more than a minute now. Like I don't, I don't want it. You remember those three way calls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're fucking like and like you know then like you know like you know like a girl you had a crush on her friend would call you up and be like hey what you doing and like her that your crush is on the line. No, there was, <laughs> was, there was never that, not, like, that never that happened to me. And then just like being like yo and then like you hear a giggle in the background and it's like oh shit or like oh it's a setup. Yeah, yeah. It's always been a setup the whole time. <laughs> Oh, no, Sounds I like you had friends. In but I also lived in England when like the whole cell phone thing was starting off, so it was all still like credit. So like you know, like you know, as you, it was pay as you go, so, but you had to get like top up things. So like, I mean, like ten like ten pounds would get you like a certain amount of text messages and a certain amount of like minutes for your phone calls. And so like text messaging was cheaper, so you always use text messaging. You never got charged for incoming texts after a certain point, and only to get charged for outgoing texts after like seven. Ooh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. I know way too much about cell phones, bro. <laughs> I remember when when a text message was like ten cents every yeah, time you sent it. It cost you some money Can to you send imagine text messages back in the day. How much we text now and if if I if we were charged like ten cents for each one, like over. Oh. We'd be they'd be like I mean they should just start charging for everything so we can just like not talk to anyone. No one communicates with <laughs> each other. That way no like bullshit rhetoric can spread around. Like it's it's just, you can't you can't afford it. No one can afford to have a conversation, you know. Yeah, honestly, dude, like uh, some some people, there's there's a theory that goes around. I'd be interested to hear what you guys have to say about this. It's the the theory is that um, take these headphones off, so it feels like I'm. Oh no, man, he's about to drop some shit on me uh, right now. Dude. Well, no, I mean, I mean, <laughs> he's kidding. I'm just like I'm hearing the yell on the ground. Fuck it, let me let me it's, get you in on this. Let me get you. Let's get real here, boys. <laughs> well, I mean, the headphones, like I, I can tell, everything sounds good. So, um, your voice sounds great, Chris. You have a nice voice. <laughs> I've been told I sound like a uh, uh, fucking warp tour announcer. And I don't know how to feel about that. Well, you always, you always say that you don't take compliments well, I so I was like, was that a compliment though? You look good. You she have was a nice like, voice. What's we, it? I said like we were. I didn't know like on your phone. There's like, uh, the the voice text thing you can do. Speaking of phones, we'll, oh, I do that all the time for sure. But I like sent her this message, and then she sent back. You sound like uh, a warp tour announcer. She she in the midst of complimenting my voice. It was a compliment. She was complimenting my voice. But she also said I sound like a warp tour announcer. Your girlfriend? No, she's not my girlfriend. Oh, um, so I, I it was it was I didn't know how to take it. Uh, also, I only been to warp tour once, and I was. Highly, Are there fucking announcers? I was one of the ads. I was highly sedated. I had an endoscopy that day, and then I went to warp tour right afterwards. So for the most of the day, I was pretty loopy. But uh, endoscopy? Yeah, when they shove the fucking thing down your throat. That's an endoscopy. Ooh, I don't know. What, endo, what is it called? Endoscopy. Endoscopy. Yeah. Well, you know me, I can't pronounce. Don't words. you? You work in healthcare or something, right? I you do. work I at should get off my or... fucking high horse. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. No, I appreciate. I, I didn't know they had announcers at Warp Tour. They'd get up yeah, there and I don't be know like, they did. "Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, the chandelier swing." Yeah. 
Here comes Reliant K. All right. <laughs> Hope you're ready for fucking newfound glory. <laughs> Hope you're ready for Hope Chris ready. Gar- Chris yeah. Garner and the chandelier swing. I just want to start doing. I'm just start announcing myself. <laughs> um, okay, so my the the it's not a conspiracy, but it's just a theory that since phone, cell phones have become so prominent in our lives that and we're more connected to each other than we ever have been. We are actually more disconnected than we ever have been because I feel like people see what you're doing on social media. They see the things that you're posting. They see your statuses. They see your Instagram stories. And they don't feel the need to, like you said, call somebody and be like, hey, how are you doing? Like, well, let's catch up. It's like you're just kind of checking in on, you know, I see your tweets. I see what you're posting. So I don't really need to. I saw, And it almost kind of sucks because... Then when you do see somebody out at a show or a bar or a coffee shop or something, and they're and you're like, oh yeah, well, I got a new job, and they're like, oh yeah, I saw that on Facebook, and it's kind of like, I kind of just right. wanted to tell you about it, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you kind of took but the I mean, wind out of my sails. Like you don't have to like stop. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to like not tell your story. They'd be like, yeah, I got yeah, I job. guess. But they're like, yeah, I saw that on Facebook. And you're like, cool, fuck me. I guess I won't tell you about it. it, it exactly. But you know, it feels that way, kind of right, <laughs> like. I usually always say I think I heard about it. You know I, like I mean? that. Like, you know, I, like I tell that. them anyway. Like, I wouldn't I'm give a, a shit. It's like, a, oh, you're about I'm to hear a, about it I'm again. I'm not a poster. I'm more of a stalker. So, you know, I mean, I'm always just socially disconnected all most of the time anyway. Uh, so, I'm, uh, I don't know. See, I won't. If I see some, like, what I've been doing is if I see, if somebody's like, oh, I got a new job, I won't say. I saw it on Facebook. I'll be like, oh, well, where? tell me about it. Where is it? Yeah, at? Even yeah. if I did see it, I will, like, Take an interest because I want to hear it from them. You yeah, know what I, I mean? Like They're like, yeah, I posted on Facebook. Why didn't you like it? <laughs> yeah, then the other one. <laughs> See, that's another thing, dude. It's like sometimes people will be like, oh, yeah, I saw that on Facebook. And I'll be like, well, did you, you saw it, but you didn't retweet it. You didn't yeah. like it. Yeah. You didn't share it. You didn't com- You didn't interact with yeah. me in any way. You know, you're yeah. saying congratulations. You didn't say fuck off. Like, you it's know, weird. Nothing. Yeah, it's like, weird. It's, it's turned where the, the interactions that matter happen. Online on your social media, and not so much in real life anymore. Oh, right? Yeah, am I a jerk then? For what? Because I don't like anything on anything. Like so, I, don't I just think I you're just a jerk. sit to just start school. Do you follow three one four punk? I don't know. <laughs> Why are we doing this podcast? <laughs> I think I don't know, man. You so much. Some of the shit <laughs> I felt so weird to me. It gets into me, and I just can't. Like I don't know who. Like the album is off. I have stuff on my Instagram that I don't even follow. It. It's just, they're just like they're just people that are just like that is up messed on, up. Like, on See, my algorithm. I don't things. like that. I don't like that at all. I you have know? a lot of wood, I just have a lot of woodworking video like like fate like Instagram like things showing up on my shit. Do you, you like I watched one DIY video? Yeah, dude, that's, that's, that's the algorithm. That's the algorithm. It's just dude. thrown up on like that. if you okay what speak we, we get we know what the algorithm is right if you like something. The social media will it will show you more of it. Just if you talk about something around your phone, you're like inundated with advertisements for it, right? So when I started the family medicine page, I didn't like anything. I liked nothing. Smart, actually. But we still had an Instagram Explore page. Now that page is supposed to be like stuff that you've liked and seen. It was nothing but like foot fetish fucking pages oh, like instagram pages <laughs> that's it, wild that's fuck it's fucking crazy what it just chooses to put there it just goes right to like erotic like yeah like the Ooh. the fake nude that they like you know faux nude pages and shit like that yeah. like the burlesque pages and shit 
and we hadn't liked a thing. I hadn't liked. But anything. did you follow people? No. Okay. You when I, when I first yet. made the family medicine okay. page, didn't follow anyone, didn't like anything, and that's just like that's just a stock. I got a lot of there. food pics, like when I first started three one four punk, and I hadn't really liked stuff yet. Yeah. I got a lot of like food, like, and I'm I mostly eat vegetarian. I I was getting a lot of like just like food porn, like juicy burnt, like a six pattied burger with like yeah. dripping with cheese and ketchup. And tell me more, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Things you should not be. No one should ever actually consume this. I will say this though, like when it comes to music, and we can we can now start talking about music if oh, you guys yeah. want to. Yeah, we are. If if you, um, that's the thing that I like about Spotify and YouTube is like if you if you can get in the algorithm and get people that are liking your music, if you can get it in front of the right people, yeah. Spotify will see. Oh. A bunch of these people that like the like with my band, like a bunch of people that like the Menzingers also like Wes Hoffman and Friends. We should show his stuff to more people that like the Menzingers, and then you know what I mean. It, yeah. the, it kind of does that, and and so if you can cut, you can try to like manipulate it a little bit to get your music out there. Yeah, totally. To I, I've definitely been trying to do that with like any band I'm in, just trying to find that stream, the like stream, because every every band has their like their area, like their yeah. niche. You know, and like with family medicine, you gotta find those like people who are into like, you know, casket lottery and small brown bike and kerosene four fifty four stuff. Like, I feel like those kind of people, like, will listen to us more. But it's like hard. It's hard to find like where are they where are, where are those specific playlists? Yeah, like it's changing this week. It's like pop punk playlists. Put it up there. Like, that, there's the so there. many pop punk yeah. playlists. But even those, dude. Like, even though my band is a pop punk band, we're not like. Like, uh, we'll get declined on stuff that, they, like, some of these are, like, super modern pop punk, and, like, we're more of a older school, traditional style pop punk band, and so they'll be like, oh, this is just a little bit more, this sounds a little bit too 2002 for us, and I'm like, well, that's because, like, <laughs> I was, like, 19 in 2002, and this that's, is like, kind of that's, 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 like, well, you, you yeah, know, like, I, that's this kind of music that I like, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so it's, it's weird, man. It definitely is weird. I think, um... I really like, as you know, I've seen you guys play now probably like three or four times. I really like when you do um, the last show that um, you played at um, Record Space that I saw you guys at, oh, yeah. and it was it was like at night and the sun was going down and right before you, I was with there with my friend Stephen Turner and we had just like smoked a little bit of weed and right before you guys played, like a hawk came like flying over the whole crowd, <laughs> <laughs> and we were just like. This is a fucking amazing. <laughs> it was a really cool feeling. Yeah, but I, I love how you guys, you guys are so dynamic and can go from like the prettiest clean channel, almost like Appleseed cast-ish type stuff, twinkly stuff to like really, really heavy in like a half yeah. of a second. We call that playing something mock orangey. <laughs> <laughs> or I, I, I would... Compared to like uh, like planes mistaken for stars, yeah, 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 for sure. It's Joe does you know majority of the writing, and like I'll just come in and we'll bounce around ideas, yell and scream and curse at each other. 
and then, like, songs do you fight? Do you fight a lot? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's disgusting. But it's hard like, to be in a band with. Uh, no, <laughs> it's a fucking delight to be in a band. With. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, you're in like seven of them. So you know. yeah, no, it's a delight. I mean, we all we all have our moments of uh, of uh, of yelly stuff like that. But it's definitely it was between him and Joe, which is just like listening to mom and dad argue. So yeah, and I feel, I feel bad because I look over at Jonathan's like like writing lyrics. And me and Joel like, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and like, by the time we get done, you know, I feel like Jonathan's just been like hanging out. Is it arguing over a direction of like the, the song, the direction of where you want it to go? I'll tell like, you, I'll tell you straight up. Joe can't fucking write a song without putting a part in it. That's supposed like in his mind, supposed to be offensive to the listener. He won't ah, let melodies okay. resolve. Wants to make things hard to listen He's to. He's always got to play like an ugly chord. Kind of sounds like it. the Blood Brothers. <laughs> the Blood Brothers are a great fucking band. Uh, they, were, uh, they were the jet fuel we needed during that time period. Uh, jet fuel you needed. Speaking of jet okay. fuel, I was just listening to Matt. I was listening to uh, Mac Miller in my car while I was before we came in here. Jet yeah, fuel yeah. was on. Was that a Matt Miller song? Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't know much about Mac Miller. Um, I was it. Was it a kids? Did he do the kids album? Was that him? Oh, he did have an album that had the cover that look, kind of looked like the kids. Yeah. Like cover. Yeah, that was it. That which was. I a, never saw that movie actually. It was a good movie. I recall watching it once. I think. Uh, you know, age. So you guys argue over. You yeah. feel like the melody should resolve. Yeah, because like I don't know. So Joe and I come from like rival school, rival schools of like. Also a good band. <laughs> great band. Yeah, great band. We like. I listen to like prettier emo and pop punk and like you know less abrasive indie and stuff like that. Where as Joe, Joe, okay, I can sum this up. I'm a I, I no, I can't. I have I have the perfect. I guess it's a metaphor for Joe and I's writing style. He's like modest mouse, lonesome crowded west. I am modest mouse. Good news for people who like bad news. Okay. You know what I'm saying? For like, sure. There's there's two modest mouse fans. You're ready. You're ready for the ship sink. Yes. Yeah. You're on. You're, yeah. You're prepping for that album. Right. Yeah. 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 You're ready to float on. I am ready to float on. We we yeah. have everything yeah. down to a science. Like, you know, like that's that's where I'm at. And Joe's he's a fucking music snob. That's what it, I'll just say it. He's a snob, but he writes really good guitar parts. He's he's. You guys do have amazing guitar parts. Yeah. He's good. And, and I mean, I really like all of. I mean, so I'm definitely come from more of the. We talked about this. Yeah. I come from more of the pop punk school, but like I really enjoy, and and I I definitely had my heavy music, uh, phase. You know. Yeah. But um, so I appreciate heavy music. I it's just not. I don't gravitate to. I gravitate more towards the punk and pop punk than I do like the hardcore and metal. You know. But I still appreciate all of that, especially like some of that metal and hardcore shit is like. Way more difficult to play than like yeah, pop punk shit. For sure. <laughs> yeah, all those guys. Take, well, I discovered that my favorite like uh, metal musicians—they all just like love jazz. They all play jazz. They all probably taught it at some point, but for some reason they play metal also. Like the fucking Gorge. Like all those. Yeah. Guys, all those guys are jazz. They're jazz people. They're all jazz people. Yet they play metal in St. Louis. Well, dude, I, I um, interviewed one of the guys from Four Years Strong one time, and he was talking about how he was like, oh, when I was like in high school, all I would listen to was Lamb of God and learned all those riffs. And then they just turned them into like pop punk moshy shit. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm kind of like, maybe I should go back and like listen to more 
Yeah, and it's like I listen to fucking like Such Gold. Black Dahlia. I, I listen like, uh, like I know Such Gold is not like a metal band, but like the riffs are like heavy and and fast, and I love. I that's the kind of shit like I love playing. Joe, like the stuff he writes, I feel like he's for as particular as he is with his music selection, like whether he's like listening or playing, like he ends up writing what sound like kind of hardcore riffs to me, like yeah, riffs yeah. that a hardcore band would play. But he's so anti that. Like when he, we were younger, I mean, Joe and I have been friends for like 20 years, like in high school. And he was like, you know, wore, he had like the dicky shorts and shit. He listened to like Snack Case and he was like mm-hmm. trying to be a hardcore mm-hmm. kid. New but Snap was Case not, really good. I have not. What now? There is a new Snap Case album? Yeah, is that what I'm talking Is that uh, Quicksand, who, who I'm thinking about? Which they have members of the same band. Okay. Right? Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, but he was like a he was like a wannabe hardcore kid, and I think that's why now some of the stuff he writes kind of comes off like that, but it's not like where where his head is at. But I love that shit. I love like hardcore music. I love metal. I like listen to a lot of different stuff, and I feel like the one thing that we come we come together on is like the, the prettier portion of the music. Yeah, like because we both are into like super like uh, Mock Orange, and that's like. To us, like a big, influ- a big influence in Family Medicine. Oh yeah, I think even we though we don't sound anything like Mark Orr. No, at least four of the five now members of the band, I think, is. I mean, when we first started the band, just the four of us were all pretty big Mark yeah. Orange fans, and it's like Mark Orange is one of the things yeah. that will never sound. And like I think it's the one band. It's, it's the one band we've never been compared to. Like yeah, someone yeah. said, someone like compared us to Converge. And we we're like, where? Yeah, How? exactly. How yeah. At all. Which album? Yeah, yeah give me something. Like, oh, like, you saw like Converge, you feel me? I'm like, mm, no, we don't. <laughs> Not at all. I don't. I get shocked when I when people like hear us, but I'm always interested to see what they think it sounds like or what genre they would put it in because I really don't fucking know. I don't know. I like, we get lumped in with a lot of like hardcore stuff though. I feel yeah. I feel like I. I mean, definitely because you have heavier and more aggressive parts, but I love like how you guys have some of the parts that'll be like. It'll be like a moshy, like, but it'll be like a melodic chord. You know what I mean? And it'll be like kind of a harmonic, like, there's a little bit of dissonance to it, but it sounds really cool. Yeah. I, I think that's, that just goes back to the arguments between Joe and I. That's how I feel like it comes out. The one, we also agreed on, we So when I'm goals. listening to you guys and I'm seeing you play, when it's pretty, that's you, <laughs> that's your argument. No, no, yeah. When it's so harsh, no, When you hear a melody that resolves, <laughs> oh, sorry, and it's, it starts to kind of sound like a pop punk song or an emo song, that's me. If, it, if there's an ugly chord where you're wondering why is it there, why are they hitting it on that time, you know, at that time, or... In that you know time signature or whatever, let's that's, just let's that's play true. twelve over yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. fucking weird number. Just yeah, to yeah, fucking... and let's. They'll <laughs> have like these songs that are fucking like seven minutes long, like, <laughs> and they're all great parts. Yeah, it's like <laughs> shit, like you dude. have two songs here, Joe. <laughs> there are two songs. <laughs> So I, you see we're in the writing process yeah. at the moment. <laughs> yes. we, are, we are working on a full length at the moment. So it's Yes. Okay, so we're so uh you're working on a full length. What yeah. how how far are you into it? I think we're about six songs deep, six or seven songs deep. Okay. Three of we're we have three well the well, recorded well, or writing? Writing. Okay. Writing. writing. We have two that we've just recorded that we're just gonna release. I think we're gonna release uh like a three song so with a just a little three song three song uh, ep little, little three little song thing little guy three song okay banger for everybody yeah so we, we we did dick chicken um with some you know a couple more heavier riffs or we, did, we had a new guitar player and he wrote some new parts to dick chicken blake blake okay yeah. 
And uh, it was it sounded fucking sweet, so we re-recorded it, and we're like, yeah, let's release and it. Yeah, two new ones on there that are uh, that are gonna be also on a full length later on. Yeah, kind of I like that. Yeah, kind yeah. of like, hey, here's three songs that are gonna be right. on our upcoming. Well, it's been it's been a long time uh, since we actually released music because like I mean our first CD came out in fucking was it twenty sixteen yeah it's like twenty sixteen or something and that was that was uh, 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 I've lost touch with all the things uh, and we uh, like we went all out we were like we're a band yeah. this is our first ever thing it was stupid as fuck we should not have done it but like we just we went vinyl we were and like the very first thing we we're gonna do five hundred vinyl. 250 are still in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I mean, hey, 250 year god. Hey, uh, I would fucking trade the experience. You still sell them at shows, right? We met, yeah, yeah, yeah. We met yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. We met like in the process of doing, we met so many people that we're still fucking cool with. We we were after we recorded that we did our first tour. That's when we met those dudes from fucking Shitty Neighbors and Brian Kerr. You played with him also. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, we said we played Ranker is awesome. Yeah. Chicago. We're playing with him. Yeah, we're playing with him uh, not in Toledo, maybe. Oh, uh, we're playing with him in Indiana. Yeah. Uh, we're doing like a little weekend tour thing, uh, and we're playing. We're meeting up with those guys again. It's going to be sick. I can't wait. I wish City Neighbors, City Neighbors was playing, but uh, they're not. We're playing with uh, this band, Resignation. Our friend Coleman is in. Like, he's, uh, I think he plays drums in that band. He's also in another band called Oscar Bait. There's like people we met, like, in Chicago. Yeah, Oscar and, Bait. Yeah. Ryan had an Oscar Bait shirt on at yeah. that show in Toledo. Yeah. yeah. Therefore, we, have we been, did we ever bring them to St. Louis? Oscar Bait? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we drink, uh, CBGBs at a fucking stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down. They're fucking, yeah, they're they great. I down. can't wait to have It was actually them a back. really good show when they came down. But yeah, I mean, it was a great process. Would never trade it for anything for that first one. But it kind of really exhausted us after yeah. that, and so like you know that was nine songs, first thing that we ever sure, did. Sure, sure, sure. Because like we released, uh, we released like a small like online um, demo called Demonstration. Very first like was just recorded in the practice space, like live recordings of like four of our first fucking yeah. songs that we had, and uh, we would put that out. Then we put went in right into the studio afterwards, started working on uh, uh, um, the truth is, and then. Drop that and then like went in to the studio like a, after a bunch of lineup changes went yeah. through the studio uh, yeah to go band life you know yeah you know we went through like a couple of drummers and then like you know try adding more people in taking people out kind of thing and yeah uh, ended back in where we were but we had like this we were sitting on sweet slang for a while which we just released I think what, earlier this year yeah like, like really last beginning year. of the year. Yeah, um, which we sat on pretty much since we finished it right before the pandemic. I yeah, believe. we got done recording. So we recorded the truth is with our friend Adam in New Jersey. That was in like 2016, 2017, um, and then like all the sh- all the things happened. Like multiple, like you were saying, multiple fucking drummers, yeah, multiple yeah. Uh, like other guitar players coming in and out, and then fucking we got to a point where these were good, and we recorded Sweet Slang, and then the fucking world shut down, and. We had to sit on it forever until like uh, beginning of the year. And that's during, during the COVID, and yeah, yeah, yeah. when you were sitting on it, you were thinking, "I can't take <laughs> this in between." Yeah, I yeah. During the pandemic, I joined like eighty fucking bands. <laughs> Yeah, I can't not say that, sing that to you like twenty times every time I see you now. And, uh, and I was, and I, and I was never gonna leave the house again, honestly. Yeah. So like, honestly, the even like before we released Sweet Slang, it was kind of like on the fringe of like what we're gonna do next because it's like we didn't have a drummer for yeah. a hot second. The only reason we're still in band now is because no one, no one actually ever quit. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, our, our, no one, no one said we're leaving. Like, we're yeah. like or was this? No one even asked the question if this was yeah. Done. Between like yeah, yeah, between like me, Joe, and Jonathan, like no one actually said that they were like not wanting to be in the band anymore. Like, yeah. like I feel like that's a 
I mean, it's a normal thing that people leave bands and that you know, or that it's like, oh, you know, it's not, it's not a right fit. But it is. It does the uncertainty of who's going to play guitar. Yeah. Is this going to take us in a different direction? Who's going to play drums? Like. That that is a little stressful. I think every band has that memory. They're just not gonna play without. You know what I'm saying? There's like there's a person in the band who's like the band can't really be that same band without. Yeah. So I think I I don't know. I I love all these dudes. I think the the lineup we have now, they're all people like if if we lost one of them, I don't know if you can fucking the sound would change. You just really couldn't do it again. Yeah. Honestly, at this point, I think it's just kind of one now. It's like, especially it's a, as we're writing now, it's one of those ones that we've kind of noticed where it's like, you know, through the lineup, we're like, this is solid, this is good, this yeah. is awesome. Like, you know, we've had things are happening easier yeah, now. Yeah, and it's like now it's just like okay, like everybody's solid, everybody has their own like sound that they bring to it. That like if they left, the sound of Family Medicine is kind of like I don't know, like like we have to restart like maturing our sound again almost yeah. where it's like I think everybody's kind of fit into their spot now which yeah is, which even makes it more exciting because I think it's uh, I think that a that a that aggressive sound that we've uh, always had is sticking around but we're also doing this thing where like uh, we're making it either easier or harder for people to put into a category. <laughs> and, 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 like, None of which we're doing on purpose, yeah, yeah. by the way. Yeah, like, not, that, not that we're doing it on purpose, but it's like most of the time it's like, you know, we, we, we play shows in the beginning, man, and it was with bands, and it's like we would walk in there, and it's like some indie folk band sometime, and it's like, how the fuck do we get on this show? Yeah. And like the next Who show... Who asked us to be here? Yeah, and then the next show would be with like a fucking, like, it was like, it's not Black Fast, it was... Uh, who was that? I feel like we played with a band called Black Fast before. There was one. I, I don't know if it was those guys, but we played with some like fucking heavy ass metal band. Yeah. And it was like we should have been black here. for a second. Or? No, no, no. I well, I think the heaviest show we well like with fucking Wanderer, Wanderer yeah. from Michigan. They're heavy as shit. Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota. 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 <laughs> like Wanderer's heavy as shit. Like we've played shows with them there. We've brought them here to like to play shows. Like book shows in St. Louis, like I don't know, we just fucking or it's like we played show with Zeta. Yeah, Zeta's like I don't know. Have you heard Zeta? They played St. Louis a couple times. They're no, like, I, uh, I don't really know how to describe them. I, they're, I, they're really good. I mean, I I think I think we both kind of fit in an odd category and it worked together for us yeah. for sure. But yeah, we've played some shows where it's like, like you know, like people are like, say and then here I'm like, I don't know if I really want to yell tonight. Like I feel like I'm messing this up for everybody. Yeah, so and then like really we would be at a show like playing shows with some fucking metal bands and it's like I'm not like I sound like a puny man to like like whatever sounds going on here and it's like so I can't you're gonna have to put this you know, take your shirt off and put these spikes on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm still like, gonna make this work out. I don't even, I'm not growling, like you know what I mean? Like, but just, just one, one growl, yeah, just, just, like, just one, one pig squeal going on, you know what I mean? <laughs> like we, what you should do is you should do two. You should have two sets. So so here's where you and Joe can can you you can have a pretty set and yeah. then an aggressive set yeah. and then whatever. If you get put on like like the the indie rock show, you can play the pretty set. And if you're on the metal show, you can do that. I, I, think, I, think I just like the fact we have. There are some people like who appreciate us from those different like yeah. scenes. So different walks we, of well, life. We, play, we used to play hip hop shows a lot. We played a lot of rappers for a yeah, while too. But those are like shows that I would like book. Dude, but also, there's, there's fun though. Side note on that, real quick. Yeah. Did you know that Hannibal Burgess has a fucking uh, had his, just dropped like a rap EP? Hannibal Burgess raps. Yeah, and it's like uh, like it's called like issue. Like I got, I'll send it to you. I have to out. check it. I have to check it out. I don't know. I but like I just don't know, man. I don't know if I can forgive him. Dude, Hannibal he has Burgess. a song called One Three in the Pocket. Have no idea what that means, but it's catchy. And 
He's willing to play with it. Like, he's like, he's a new artist, he says. He's I'll fucking like, book Hannibal Buress. Yeah, what I'm trying to say is I'll holler, I'll, fuck. Play with I'll holler on I, I'll <laughs> holler anybody. Yeah, dude. To get, like, if, if I see them coming through St. Louis, I'm like, hey, this is what they do. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm just shooting my shot as yeah, far dude. as, like, you know, trying to fucking play with bands. Dude. I, I just, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of sitting around not... Just like just playing St. Louis. I mean, I love playing shows in St. Louis. I want to play some other fucking. Yeah, places. yeah. No, I agree, yeah, man. I, I I agree. I think I think you can only, you can really only play your hometown so much yeah. too. You know, like, honestly, you, like for this, your friends, year. your your friends. I mean, you know, you you get you get exposure to other people when you play with other bands because other bands bring other people. But like your friends, at a certain point, are gonna be like, ah, oh, I made it to the last one. Like, I yeah, don't man, think I can make I've it to the next you one. You know, three times this month. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like even. I love going to shows. I can't make it to every single show. Right. You know I, I mean? fucking like, feel really bad for my girlfriend. She's ride or die and has been to every fucking show that I've played and I'm in like three fucking bands. So. Yeah, man. No, I applaud too. Yeah. Like even Lillian applauds her. That's my girlfriend. She doesn't come to this show. She's never. Like, you know, that's not even. Like, that's just not my thing. And I'm like, hey, dude, that's fine. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm not forcing her to be there. I know. I'm just saying, dude, that's a trooper. You know what it, I mean? It, it is. Like, much it respect. Is. No, my girl works the weekends most of the time too. So like, she has to be up like 5:30 in the morning. It's like there's no reason you need to hear me hysterically cry into a microphone for 20 minutes. So you're okay. <laughs> so you guys have a show coming up on July 7th. Yeah, yes. we're so we've um, we're setting up the show for. Friend Club Records, uh, they're sending some bands up from Texas this way. It's like a, a Friends No Benefits tour. Um, we're setting up a show at the Sinkhole for them. It's gonna be fucking. These bands are sick. Like I set up a lot of shows for uh, like bands coming through St. Louis, and these guys, their their sound is like something I have never. Um, I won't say I've never heard before. That's cliche, but it's really fucking good. I really hope a lot of people like come out to that show. Not even for us. Where is it? That's Sinkhole. Um, on July 7th yep July 7th like the band's Painted Light Chancala Fight Club (laughs) there you go and Caterpillars yeah oh okay yes I've seen that I have seen that flyer I was just gonna let people read the flyer I wasn't gonna try to pronounce that name (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you did it Jonathan I appreciate you well I mean how me and uh, what was that was it Cardamom. Cardamom? Cardamom. You got it. Cardamom, right? Oh, man. It's a flavor. I I had to learn how to pronounce that in a Colby's Coffee one day. On the fly. On the fly. (laughs) 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 So we went to go see Thursday and Touche Amore at, like, the record bar Mm. in uh, Kansas City. And and I ordered this coffee. And I had never seen that word before. Have never even heard the word before. Never heard of cardamom before. And... I, I think I said call it car car mom or something like that. <laughs> but hey, if you say car bomb, you're gonna get something a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been watching a lot of KRS One videos on YouTube. Okay, yeah, KRS One. Okay, yeah, yeah. You okay? So he talks about like words and like how they connect to like your you know your awareness of like of things in general. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I think about like your cardamom. Like you say like you had no idea that existed. Like you didn't know that word, and therefore you did not know cardamom existed at all and he like pointed to how like like if you have a room and like it's full of all, all sorts of different shit like you have the lights the hvac you know the plumbing and everything depending on who you are or what words you know like you don't know what the fuck these things are or what they do or if they exist like a yeah. plumber can tell you all sorts of things about the plumbing in this building a fucking hvac person can tell you all about how the heating cooling works in this building but like me i don't know any of that shit i don't know what yes. those words are at all so to me those things don't really fucking exist you know absolutely no i do i know exactly what you're saying it's it's like it's kind of 
it's like it, when you I'm a recruiter and you when you think about like people who are extremely specialized and they're talking about data anal or lo, lo, like people talking about mergers and acquisitions yeah. and they're like so this was a divestiture and they're saying all these things so ridiculously fast and 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 I have no idea what they mean what it means I'm just trying to take notes but to them it's second nature they yeah. live in that world and they don't you know but I don't know what any of these things and because mean. they know of it so much it's very real to them like yeah. it's a thing yeah. it's a tangible thing they almost don't understand maybe not everybody but but you know when you live in a world like that where it's like you you're really into engineering or data analytics or something or software programming yeah it's so real to you that you almost don't realize like how do you not know how do other people not know yeah. about this you know but even like to us as musicians people are like oh well you know this is this is a a flat or g sharp or you yeah. know the second fret third fret you're playing if you were talking to somebody who doesn't know anything about music they would be like i have no idea what this yeah. is if you'd start talking about your rig and your pedal board and all these things or just like, like the circle of fifths to anybody yeah. who just like doesn't know anything about music yeah and they have no fucking no fucking idea that's kind of fucking <laughs> crazy to me like, dude and i still don't know <laughs> i was like that's kind of fucking crazy there's things that like to me don't exist i have no concept of them whatsoever just because no one has said that word to me yeah it's it's really powerful i love a lot of uh i i was watching a lot of um I'm pretty big on like stuff like KRS One, mm. like just self awareness, personal development type stuff, and I watched a lot of his videos. And he talks about like, um, you know, when when you like, like if I hold something up that says a word, um, like if I hold up that Arizona tea can, yeah, and and like everybody says the word Arizona, but they don't say they it don't out say loud. It, yeah, who's saying that? Yeah, in your head, that is a different dimension of. Who we are as human beings within. Well, we're about to get into some within. real that's, shit that's, now. That's, that's consciousness. Give yeah, you know, that's phone. that's what consciousness is. That, it's not There's only consciousness, but that's on. like that's that's a parallel reality. It's a completely different place. It, it is. It is where you, the real you, exist, and this is just like an outer shell, not even being controlled by that. You can't like unless you like speak to that voice inside. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like. Like what you just said. Like if you were to say Arizona in your head without actually yeah, saying it out I'm loud, it right now. you can see the word Arizona in your head. Yeah. If you close your eyes, if you close your eyes, you even see it better. I'm not seeing the word Arizona in my. I'm not seeing it back there. Uh, but when I think of when I, when I see the word Arizona, I think I of the shape it. of yeah, the state. Yeah. I think of all these other things that you're are seeing like, things, but your eyes, your physical eyes are closed. You're not necessarily seeing it. It's like a picture in yeah. your mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, no, I'm seeing it as like yeah. as we're thinking about. It. I can see Arizona. Just Arizona yeah. 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 I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's yeah. crazy. You know, it's a crazy idea. It's a crazy concept, man. No, I'm with y'all. But I also feel like that that is like you know. You're looking at the physical representation of me. Mm -hmm. Like, you guys don't know from, from what anything that I've done today, aside from what the interaction that we've had since I saw you, went and got you guys in the driveway. Right. Like, that's why I, also, I think it's so important to be kind to people because we're so easy, easily be like, oh my God, this motherfucker in Starbucks is taking forever. What is wrong? You know, yeah. it's so easy to get like mad when you don't know like what that person is going through. They could be it's such a, a divorce. Reaction too. It, it is. It is. Not, I mean, it's like a second nature. Just you automatically don't know what's through. happening in that parallel yeah. universe in their mind, yeah. in their, in, in with their emotions and everything. And that's why it's really important. Like that person could have just their, someone died in their yeah. life, you know, or the, the worst thing that you can imagine. And, you know, when it, I feel like when I've, I've over the last, you know, now 
I, like life is good is pretty good for me but like there were a couple a couple years ago two or three years ago where like I was that dude walking around going through a really rough time and it's like you know what I mean yeah. people had no idea because the outward representation is I'm smiling and I'm happy and it's great but it's like that parallel universe on the inside yeah. is it's going through a whole bunch of shit yeah it is yeah. it really is Parallel universe. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm thinking of that like Red Hot Chili Peppers song that's like, Oh my God. Parallel universe. I'm happy to say that I don't know enough about Red Hot Chili Peppers. Neither do I, man. That fucking song. Oh, I didn't do it. Give it away, give it away, give it away. That's it. That's old school. Yeah. That's old school. That's what, a blood, love, sex, magic, or whatever? I have no idea. Blood sugar. Blood sugar, sex, magic. The only one that I remember, the album that I remember the most was, I was like a junior or senior in high school. It was called Californication. And it had like, Skull tissue that I wish you saw. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's when I stopped giving a shit, too. That's when I stopped caring about so what, yeah, so my, dad, my parents were pretty young, so, like, when Blood Sugar and Sex Magic came out, that was, like, my dad's jam. Uh, okay. In a Jeep Wrangler with no fucking doors on there. <laughs> doing it. You know what it's I mean? So, like, that's, yeah, that's what I got to listen to in my childhood. So I got to hear the whole thing, but for me, it was just, like... It's Did that have cool. like aeroplane? You're my aeroplane. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Was that fucking right out chili peppers? Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was a little I know. So July seventh, and then you guys, you're playing at so the ready that, room as yeah, well, right? Yeah. Well, that July seventh show is kind of like a little mini tour kickoff thing. We're doing that show, okay. and then, then the next where are you day. Going? Next day we're playing. Is it Toledo? With Ryan Kerr. No, yeah. no, yeah. It's in. A, we're going to North Man. Is it North Manchester, I'm about Indiana? To pull up the flyer right now. Uh, it's North Manchester, Indiana. From what I know, we're going to be playing with our homie Ryan Kerr. Yep. And then we got um, our uh, our buddy uh, Coleman from that's also been in uh, Oscar Bait. Yeah. Um, he and his band Cobra Pit. Yeah, yeah. Cobra Pit and Resignation. Down, okay. Cobra Pit and Resignation are also. Ottawa Tavern. Ooh, I've heard that's that, a yeah, good. That's, that's where the next. That's the next that's one in is. Toledo, right? That's yeah, the, that's okay. the eighth one. That'll be good. That that's won't the ninth. be. That's the that ninth. won't be too yeah. long of a drive. We're talking for about you. the eighth, though. My bad. Oh, man, you're giving me. Uh, I mean, everything mixed up. So basically, seventh, eighth, ninth. Seventh, eighth, ninth, eighth. and then you know, we'll yeah. be somewhere. That's literally like next weekend. So, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. when we're you see that. Ryan Kerr, tell him Wes requested him to play the "Working So Hard" song. I'm gonna tell him. Yeah, will you, will you please do I'm that? Gonna, I'm going to send you a message. I'm going to walk over and be like, hey, Ryan, come here, bud. Man, I love it, man. I, I'm going to send you a message that day when you go up there. The I'm going to be like, hey, don't forget to tell Ryan to play the Working we So Hard song. We went to Chicago a couple years ago. The Firehouse. The Firehouse. That's where we're playing yeah. on the 8th. Yeah, the Firehouse in North Manchester, Indiana. North Manchester, Indiana. Never been there. It, do you have a date for your uh, three-song Single thing. Oh, we're gonna be releasing it just next week as well. Oh, okay. Okay. Next week, we're just gonna do it. Yeah, we're just gonna. We're really bad at planning things out. Uh, So yeah, like after this, we'll probably release that. I think once we get the um, little sliver of artwork taken care of, Uh, it's it's about finished. It's finished. Um, It is called in lieu of an in lieu of in lieu of an album. Um, It's just a demonstration of three songs. That's the entire title. Not that whole thing. It's just called in lieu of an album. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Man, I thought we we switched like sixteen times. That's what we're fucking. We've decided calling. nothing. This is what I decided. I, as of I this think moment. when it comes out, people will know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It'll be dropped. It's a three banger. Oh yeah. It's a, whatever. It's in lieu of an album demonstration. 
I wanted to call it demonstration too, but I guess you ooh, I would have liked that Roman numeral too. Yeah. See, that's I don't what, know why we're not calling it that. Because everybody got... Did everybody? Everyone, did everybody? It sounds like I, this band argues a lot. <laughs> We've had people quit. We've literally had people quit because they We've, can't, yeah, they couldn't, can't yeah. put up with it. <laughs> but you know what? And it also, you know, if you're going to quit just because it's arguing, do we want that kind of vibe in the band? Yeah, do we you want that energy? Do, do we, we want, want that energy in the band? Like, if you can't well, put up with some, some simple banter back and forth. Yeah. Like, you don't seem like the kind of guy that, like... I don't know. We've hung out a few times. Wes, now. I am very opinionated. You, but but you are very opinionated. But I also don't feel bad if I tell you like, oh, I love this band, and you're like, no, they're trash. I wouldn't feel like. I wouldn't take it personal. That's because you haven't had it done as harshly as Joe and I do it to each other. <laughs> like it's not just it's not just that bad. How does it bad. make you feel when he when he said that he was just like off with, about the blood? Oh, brothers. the blood brothers think, hey man, it's a mixed taste for everybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> I See, sent it to my buddy at one point too, like just recently, because I just went through and I was like, "Bro, dude, you want to hear some stuff from my fucking early years?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." So I sent it to him. I was like, "How'd you like, like it?" Why is Never screen? got a response back. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I get it, dude. It is a, it is a taste. It is a taste. And Definitely I, an acquired taste for sure. Yeah, but I mean, that's 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 most of my music to Chris anyway. So like, I think I played Proto yeah. Martyr the other yeah, day yeah. too, and it was what like, was it? Proto Martyr the other day Never, too, and he, he was yeah. Neither had I was. Neither had I. It's, I it's a post punk band from uh. uh well, from the way he described it, he described one of the songs, and it was like, oh yeah, that sounds pretty fucking cool. You got some jazz sax in there. And shit. I was like, yeah, oh, okay. listen to that, and you played it, and it's like, oh, this is post punk. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is. <laughs> This is like white people in the You know what I mean? Like, I no, it was not. It's not for me. Like, and I had to sit there and listen to it because he (laughs) he talked about it so much for like ten minutes, and I was like, I gotta listen to it. He's gonna be offended if I fucking oh no, turn it off. It's okay. It'll be fine, man. Also, like he kept saying post punk, and I started to think. I kept thinking of like I think of like the post hardcore. Yeah, you guys kind of remind me of Refused a little bit. Like you've you got some of that been, melodic, we've been you know. We've been yeah, to Refused before. I don't know where or how it happens. I don't. Oh, I'm, see, post punk to me has always been like, uh, like uh, so like uh, they're like there's a band called like uh, they're called Preoccupations or like Viet Cong. Um, not one. Yeah, I don't not know. one. Um, Never oh, heard yeah. of them. The Fall is a big one. I think of, like, Casket Lottery. Yeah. Oh. Casket Lottery had that one song, or that one album, something to do with Signals, or... um, Everyone's good. I can... can, It's really good. I dead here, so I was listening to that song today. It's Code Red. Yeah. Yeah, they they were one of those bands that's, like, they're pretty slow, but they're, Their bass tone is, like, I try to model my bass tone around Mm -hmm. Casket Lottery's bass tone. Like some, of that, some of like like some of that new like ceremony shit like you know after like after they went from like their hardcore shit yes to, like, that's I like actually post, just that, was that's, listening to them they're, 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 that's, that's kind of like Joy Division almost. that's post punk man that's like that's that post punk sound I had no idea yeah uh, like Casket Lottery and stuff like that's like post hardcore that's what I, I kept thinking I think yeah, you were saying post punk uh, yeah I was thinking post punk like yeah it's genre, genres like are made up by a man in the first place so like it's not even that big of a deal but like. Yeah, yeah, I guess if you like, you really be like subcategory wise, like post punk is like the more like like your Interpol-y type shit, and you know what I mean. Like well, it's more indie rock, I guess. But yeah, what do you, what what do you would... see in your mind when you hear? In the my word mind, post-punk. when he says when he says post punk, <laughs> I see some. I, I see, see a Chris tall Garner. white man in a wig, and he's like, 
Actually, he's he's a he's a my hair is on a rock. See, a, see, dude. Yeah, yeah. I have to have I have to have more energy than that. Yeah, in, you, a, in the music. Oh, see, yeah, no. So my I have to have something that gets me kind of. My girlfriend listens to like, and I I enjoy it. I went and saw Willie Nelson. I went and saw like Nathaniel Rateliff and Jason is. There's, there's a time and a place. They're all great musicians. There's a time and, and, and they're that, and they're great. Yeah. And it's like it's well, some of it's real slow and and it's real emotional. The lyrics are real deep and they're great musicians. But like I personally like I have to have something that gets my blood pumping a little bit. Like has that like. Yeah, there's moods for that. That's just how I am. I've been using my Apple Music to curate vibes. I've got like playlists. Sure, sure. I'm the same way with that too. Yeah, Yeah, I've got like playlists where like if I want to listen to something like kind of like chill vibe or whatever, that's why I was listening to. That's what Mac Miller's on that playlist. You know? Yeah. I also have like Starfucker and like uh, like some other like real vibey like bands on that playlist. But I'm also like doing a pop punk one. I don't know if I should label it pop punk because there's a Motion City soundtrack on it. But I don't think most things. I'd say they're pop. pop punk. I would say they're pop punk. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. If most things sound like pop. They're almost just straight pop. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, no, I my music taste has like really always been pretty chill. Like I mean, uh, I like like do like Blood Brothers and like you know, like Thursday and shit like that. Like, Thursday, I do love Thursday. Yeah. But I like yeah, like when I'm usually just listening to music and that shit, dude. Like it's fucking like as crazy as I get is like the hold steady, like. Most of the time. Wow. Dude. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, hey, like, Boys and Girls Across America is an dude, a phenomenal fucking, yeah, album. Yeah, fucking love phenomenal it. But, like, album. I mean, things go hard, but, like, yeah, most of the time, dude, it's just, like, you know, it just has a really heavy backbeat behind it and shit like that. Or like, you know, like that, uh, oh, that song that was put on Instagram that said that, that Russian, like, uh, they're called. The song that's supposed to be horrible, like, lyrically? I have no idea. You said the, like, some, there's some, there's this Russian song on TikTok. That everyone was just like TikTok dancing to, but like a couple people were like, um, I speak Russian and this is a terrible. Oh no, it's that one that goes. They're called Silent Houses or something like that. There's some. They're a post punk band from. That's why you don't know about them, Chris. Yeah, they got some shit. They got some shit and shit like that. Oh yeah, that's like that's kind of my stuff. Like you know, like fucking feel happy. Like Los Campesinos is a really big fucking like fucking want to get amped, dude. Like white white van sneaker look around, just shuffle feet kicks, man. See, I, I, I do agree with you though, Chris. Like, I feel like I, I definitely gravitate towards like punk and pop punk, but like there is a time and a place for that. Like, yeah. but I don't, I can't listen to the slow, sad stuff all day either. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, I also, yeah. I'm, I'm also really in, there's, uh, there's some stuff on Spotify. I listen to this stuff called lo-fi meditation. It's like focus, like almost like, um, like electronic, like kind of ambient background music but yeah. it has like a beat almost kind of like a little bit of a hip-hop beat to it and like sometimes i'm like i do get punked out i'm like okay i can't take any more fast riffy stuff yeah. i need something that's like yeah. because if i'm working if i'm typing and stuff like that i i can't have riffs and i can't have too many words going on it has to be something that i know already really well that's like kind of just i'm t- taking them subconsciously yeah. if i'm trying to listen to a new album while i'm working it's just not happening. I can't, like, I'm, I'm, I can't my, listen to new music while I'm like trying to focus on something else. Yeah. I don't even know when. I, I have to listen to new music in spurts. Like that new Kendrick, I'm, I'm still listening to it. Like I haven't like. I've gotten, gotten halfway through, through it so far. I was the same way with. Um, I've heard it's really good. I, yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. It's, it's you know, I, I like to listen to it and then like 
sit on it and listen to it again. Like I was the same way with like Turnstiles new shit. I listened to that. I listened to that like for the first like month it was out or whatever because everyone was like really talking about it. And then I like sat on it for a little bit, listened to it, and then I listened to it in like spurts and pieces, and then I was able to listen to it all at once. I don't know why. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. Whoa, yeah. whoa. dude, that first that first when I okay, so they were dropping singles from that album. Yeah. And then when they like when Mystery came out, I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> that, that being the first song on the album, it's like, and I'm not even really like. I mean, I have been following them for a little bit. I'm not like a Turnstile fanboy, but yeah. like this album, I'm like, okay, this is like bringing hardcore into the mainstream. This is gonna be. This is going to be their fucking good news for people who like bad news. There's gonna be all the other. It, it is. It's gonna be all the all the people prior to them, prior to that, this album. We're gonna be like, uh, I liked them before they went mainstream. Do you think they'll be? Do you think they will be more watered down after this? No, I think they'll just eat. They'll like bands are supposed to evolve. <laughs> I, I don't. I think, agree. I, I don't agree. think any, I, totally I don't agree. think an album should sound just like the previous album. Like you look at Saves a Day. Like they're a different fucking band every record. every album. Yeah, every record. They're and a different. The fucking thing. Band. The, okay. And in so, Reverie is still the best one. Like the best one. That's the one that got him kicked off <laughs> the label. I don't know if I'd say it's the best one. It but is the it's best a very one. good album. Lyrically, that's a very good album. Fucking genius. Even it's like, a very very good album. And it's genius lyrically. <clears throat> it's genius like yeah. musicianship wise. Like yes, because he songwriting wise, he went. They went from being like a punk band to like. He's playing jazz chords. Yeah. He's doing like he's playing like really intricate stuff yeah. on the guitar. Yeah, both of them are. But like really... and the structure of the songs is different, and and but they still keep it like I mean, I'd rather be here. Yeah, the, I mean that is they still keep it really catchy. Yeah. You know, and like, and he didn't like fluctuate his voice. He kept his voice almost at one tone, like through like the whole like. Record. Sounds like you agree with us. Yeah. Yes, it is the best save today. I yeah, wouldn't yeah. say my my favorite is still "Stay What You Are," no matter what, because that came out like the summer I graduated high school. I listened to it all the time. It's, yeah, it's like, it's the it's yeah. actually the record that I discovered "Saves Today" on. "Stay What You Are." I feel like there's so many bad like Deftones. I didn't know about Deftones. Discovered Deftones until White Pony, which is like their. That's why Pony is. Is that their good news for people who like it? It is. It is. There's just a, there's that one fucking album. I'm telling you, every band has that one fucking that album. Had, that had a change in the House of yeah. Fly. Okay, yeah, yeah. I definitely remember that. That came out when I was in high school, too. I like, they will, people will always talk about Glow On versus Not Stop Feeling. You know, there'll be like people who like Glow On and there'll be people who like Not Stop. Not Stop. You know, like. It's not like that different of a fucking album to me. There's a little bit more production on it. Wait, is Glow on the new one? Yeah. Okay, I thought it was called Turnstile Love Connection. No, that's, that's like their whole. The album's called Glow I need some on. Some TLC. I need some but TLC. like, Turnstile Love Connection is one of the songs, okay. and like the tour is called uh, Turnstile Love, Love okay, Connection. Okay, that's tour. Maybe why I'm thinking. It. Yeah. I mean, I may be wrong. I'd have to check check my my resources here. My, my fucking you, self. You're good. We don't we don't have to go. <laughs> but I mean, like they will be, man. It will be that album that people will refer to because it's the one that it's it's divided. There's people who are like still listening to it, still rocking it, but they're like, oh, this is bad for the hardcore scene. Like the hardcore scenes get a lot of a lot of notor a lot of notoriety, a lot of like people like listening, like claiming to like hardcore now. Yeah. 
And I'm just like, that's kind of, that's kind of like a gatekeeper, bogus-ass like, oh, ideal yeah. like, stance to take. Yeah, fine. If people like it, like it. Let yeah. people like what they like. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, who, I who mean, we've got bigger like, problems. Machine Gun Kelly and Pop Punk. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. we got bigger uh, problems. Machine Gun Kelly's Kelly. not rapping anymore. <laughs> well, like, okay, I don't... Like... Here, my, I've yeah, talked I about Machine, Machine Gun, Gun Kelly, Kelly on this <laughs> on this podcast before. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily like. I would say Machine Gun Kelly is more pop than more just straight pop rock than it is pop punk. But like, I don't have a problem with. I wouldn't call it. I don't have a problem with people liking him. You know what I mean? And and calling it pop punk. Like, I'm not gonna be like that's not pop punk. Like, you know, he is doing what he's doing, and like and. It's getting a lot of people. It's getting a lot of younger kids into other music too. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I guess. I don't know. It's just like what Hot Topic did to emo music. It I think Machine Gun Kelly is bad for everybody. But it also brought you bands like 303, Breathe Carolina, all the fucking, I never really got any all the fucking uh, neo neo hair color side swoop things. Like Ugh. you got some cool things out of it. I will say because. I was in the He wouldn't be what he is without Travis Barker playing drums on those songs. Fuck no. He didn't write those songs. I uh, I do I, I do like some some of those songs are because catchy. Because they weren't fuck written them, by him. So, so I mean I want you to forget. Okay, you. okay so, so no, and I'm sure this is the, I mean that's a thing. catchy it's a pop song yeah. though. It's a fucking pop okay, song. Okay, so I, I know it's the thing. There are fucking ghostwriters, you know, all the big pop stars are having their songs written by other people. Fine. Cool. But like this dude is not out here just like he's like oh I do pop punk now. No, yeah, well my thing about and it like let's not forget he used to be a hardcore rapper. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. And like this is this is this was my introduction to Machine Gun Kelly was hardcore rap, like him. What about that song? The, the one of the first ones he did with Travis Barker and Youngblood that was like, uh, it's like watch me take a good thing and fuck it all up in one night. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, God. I just, my, you don't like that? Is, you know what song I'm talking about, right? No, I don't. <laughs> my thing is, it's like, my thing is, it's like, he comes into this, and what he does, though, instead of, like, you know, actually, like, playing with a bunch of pop punk people himself, like, trying to bring up other bands, if that's what you wanted. Like, if you want to play pop punk, cool. Start playing with pop punk bands. Bring other pop punk bands that you like. That are yeah. Go on a tour with Neck new, Deep or something yeah, like that. I want a know? fucking like Newfound Glory yeah, Machine, yeah. Gelly, Machine Gun Kelly tour. Yeah. That might actually happen. Oh, God. I would, I would go. But like, oh, so would like, other people. Oh, no, like, I'm actually Less than Jake, Newfound Glory, <laughs> oh, and Machine Gun. <laughs> I mean, but I'm even talking about smaller ones, though. Like, smaller ones that are like, you know, supposedly whatever your pop punk is. He should start from the bottom. Yeah. I'm going to say that. Yeah. If Machine Gun Kelly's going to try to rebrand himself and start over, he should start playing shitty too. clubs in St. Louis. All right, he's just find some local bands around here. Yeah, and like, the, they, like do a little weekend the tour. Yeah, what's, what's the the yeah, he swing. should play a show with the Chandelier Swing. <laughs> yeah, and he's gonna try to get into pop punk in my goddamn city. That's what I'm saying. It's just like it's just fucking bullshit. You know, I mean, if you're gonna rebrand yourself, I think you start from the bottom all over again. Like you shouldn't have like the clout that pulls you over where you're doing sold out tours with Avril Lavigne and Willow Smith. Is that who that was? Well, that's that. I mean, but that's where that's he was game. at. He, yeah, he had already gotten to this point where he was on a major label. He was already He had all these out. producers around him, and he was like, you know what? I want to change my sound. And so then, you know, let's enlist Travis Barker and all these other pop punk people, and like, like let's write some three chord pop here's punk what, songs. Like, that he was already there at, like, 
a, a point of popularity where he had the resources around him to do that if he wanted to. Yeah, here's what happened. He didn't right. write all he, the songs. He released, yeah. he he didn't released write all that the fucking track, Try to Diss Eminem. Eminem released his rebuttal, and then Machine Gun Kelly's like, all right, I need yeah. Pump Up now. I remember Machine Gun Kelly trying There's to nothing I can say back to this, yeah, what yeah. he just said. So. And then Eminem comes out there and just fucking smokes him. So, well, it turns out he I play, Machine I, I Gun Down Kelly, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, He's like, hey, and I'm done with rap. Yeah. I can't go back. I I'm going to go hang out with Travis Parker. Which it's like, I mean, if some of those songs, let me ask you this: if some of those, if if some of his songs were written by, if that "Forget Me Too" song instead of him and Halsey, if it was like "Newfound Glory" and Avril, Levi- or maybe not Avril, or or Haley from Paramore or something, same song, different people, we would we would probably like it a lot better. Maybe I don't know. That last Paramore album fucked too. That was really good. Yeah, that was. Uh, and it's way popular than That's that rose color boy. Yeah, rose. way popular. I never. I I didn't listen to them after their dude. first. Album. Oh, dude, that wow. I just never got oh, into it. After their first, it yeah, like, listen, it was just it was, like, it was like after my time. Dude, I, I no, wasn't no, really no. into See, like. I never really. listened to anything beforehand. This is the only album that I had. Yeah, terrible. Uh-huh. Okay. It, it's it was, like, you should listen to it. It's, like it's a, different. It's like, it's like an '80s like synth pop album, dude. Okay, like, yeah, I'll check it's it. really like, good. I've always liked her. Like I always hear her on other people's like say anything. Or, it's like Paula Abdul you know. mixed with fucking Blondie. Okay, way I would sure. Okay, sure. Yeah, like. I, I don't know if I'd say pa- whatever. Paul Abdul and Blondie. Maybe there's out. something different. I don't know. <laughs> the two things I can think of on the top of my head. It's really it's it's really good though. Yeah. And if you if you listen to their first to like Paramount's first album and you have listened to them, it's the perfect time. Okay. Water's warm, man. Yeah. Jump on it. Well, in. we were just talking about how you can uh you can go back and listen to the albums now that you never yeah. got to listen to. And I'm talking about not even just pop punk. Like, I, you know, I went to Willie Nelson. I've been going back and like, there's so many Willie Nelson songs that I didn't know that he wrote that like are just kind of staples that you hear, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. around in movies or whatever. And it's really cool to kind of go back and and even bands that like you know Steely Dan and and different bands. It's like, oh man, I never really dove into. Uh, even uh, Pink Floyd and stuff like that. I never really got into Pink Floyd when I was younger because my parents were like, "Don't listen to that. They, they did drugs." <laughs> and, then, and so did we. And, and, now, and now that I'm older, I'm like, you know what? Comfortably numb is actually a really fucking beautiful guitar solo. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard it. I never listened to a whole lot of Pink Floyd. I've you prob- gotta listen. To that I've solo heard it. Again. I'm sure it's one of those things I've heard. I just never like acknowledged. You've smoked weed to it. <laughs> I'm- I'm sure I have. I smoke weed with a lot of white people. So I probably have heard it at some point. It's one of those solos that's like, it's actually not very difficult to play, but Uh, it's like a lot of feeling in it. You know what I mean? It's got like a lot of emotion in it for sure. I'll I'll pop it on the the tripod. So tell me uh, any last, um, you guys have new merch. You got a couple new t-shirts as well. Yeah, Yeah, new merch. Shout out Screen and Fever. Mark from Shitty Neighbors, actually. He has, like, a T-shirt printing company, Screaming okay. Fever. He made our uh, T-shirts. We'll have those on July 7th. And, actually, I think I'm, like, pulling an executive decision. We're going to release that EP July 7th. All right. July 7th. 
EP drops. Get it uploaded, yeah. baby. Get it uploaded. Get it uploaded. Yeah, I would say get it uploaded we now. Have, yeah, yeah. We have a song for you to share for the oh, podcast. Oh, we'll get that, that over to you. Yeah, Dropbox it to yeah. me or yeah, yeah. Google Drive it to for me. For sure. Yeah. So we'll I'll play it. it. On here. No, oh, man, I got to figure out where to put it in the podcast now. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have to listen to this whole fucking thing. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really listen. Um, I, I mean, sometimes I listen to them back. Yeah. Um, I don't listen to the whole thing necessarily, like because so, uh, I used to when I first started podcasting. Me and my friend, we did this podcast called Strange House, and we used to smoke weed before every single podcast. And then afterwards, I would have this like paranoid moment about like, oh shit, what did I say? Yeah, <laughs> like, See, dude, I wanted, that, I, like I, analyzing, overthinking everything that I said on the podcast. Like, I want to do. I want to. We should family medicine should start our own. We should do our own podcast, Jonathan. I think. Okay. Not to like, I don't want to jump in the podcast pool. I know there's a lot of podcasts in St. Louis, you know what I'm saying? We just do one. We do a self help one. Yeah. We'll, we'll just have like, we'll yeah. just spread our ideals and our rhetoric around the mm-hmm. podcast and get everyone to. Yeah, well, people, people should hear us. They should hear what we have to say. Exactly. They could agree. They could hear and your I arguing. Think, yeah. And I think that you I could just set up a mic in practice of you guys I'm telling bickering. you, you're going to hear <laughs> some awful shit. We'll just like set up a mic. In the practice space, and me and Joe will go at it. Yeah, something. And then I'll, then we'll come back through, and we'll do like a whole recap of it. I think it would be easy enough to set a timer for like an hour. And we do like a recap later on of a pot with the podcast going about how we felt about those feelings then, and then we try to like reflect, do self help on top of that. Family medicine is less talk about feelings. How do you feel when they argue? Are you are you because because I'm I'm very empathic, and when people are arguing around me, sometimes I get a little like. Tense, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, sometimes it's not ever like that intense where it's like ever like on that level. It never like triggers me like that. Um, more, I just kind of sit back. I wait. Um, <laughs> I should be, we shouldn't even call it arguing. It's more like a passive aggressive snicker. It's, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. It's okay, more okay. bickering. It is more yeah. bickering than arguing. Um, it's, it's, it's become over the years, it's gotten really very <laughs> refined. It's kind of like a, yeah, like a dance back and forth. That's just how you guys work together. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you communicate. It's very like abrasive, offensive dance with words back and forth. Have you guys watched uh, the Beatles Get Back documentary? I have not. Oh no, I will not. Um, <laughs> you don't like the Beatles? You're not a Beatles no, fan? No. Really? And actually, fun fact: they show through like chord progressions and stuff like that. The Beatles are not that big of an impact on music. Oh. So. This could be another fucking hour conversation. Yeah, I, 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 I might have to. Uh, I, I mean, it, depend, <laughs> it depends. It depends. What do you? It depends on what you mean by impact on music. Oh, like, like you like, mean like, like innovation, like sound structure and stuff. Like oh, yeah, like dude, stuff like that. They've done nothing for it. Well, a well, lot see, of their early turn- stuff is just three, four chord pop. That's like, why I'm saying. Oh, it's not that I don't like the Beatles. Oh, I think they're, I they're fucking fans, man. They're just like, oh, they just reinvented music. What gets me? Everything they did. What gets they me They laid the foundation Beatles for fans. modern rock and roll. Oh. And get the fuck out of my face. Especially the older Beatles fans. Is I'm sorry there. Motherfucker, are you about to pay 50 bucks to see... Another pair of four fat white sixty-five-year-olds play you Beatles tunes. Oh uh, yeah, I'm not into that. And it's like, excuse that, me, I but know. yet they're out there and they're selling out like fucking oh, yeah. like some bullshit. And it's like, man, goddamn, what? No, I don't like the Beatles. You know what I do they love are though? Junk. <laughs> Beatles. I have done the Liverpool like Liverpool Beatles tour with my grandpa though, and that was actually pretty cool. We got to see some things, but like, for me, it's like, whatever, dude. Like, I, I hate know. the Beatles. Yeah. But I love. 
when people when people when bands play like Beatles covers. Like the I Am Sam soundtrack, you ever seen that movie? Oh yeah. Yeah. There's nothing but yeah. like other people they, like Eddie Vedder covers like a couple of Beatles. <laughs> oh, songs. I forgot you're such yeah. an Eddie Vedder. And uh, fan. he has a beautiful voice and uh it sounds great. Rocky Raccoon is the only song I Rocky like about the Raccoon. See, I I do. I I am a Beatles. I'm not a Beatles fan like that. Like, I'm not like, oh, they revolutionized music. But like, I do like. I like their songs. Like, I I like a lot of their songs. I like a lot of their songwriting. And and I I'm I'm not even. The the documentary is like, four episodes, and each one's two hours long. <laughs> no. And no, it's it's you. just the interesting <laughs> part though is the it's interesting like, part is though why why I brought this up is. Because it's them in the studio trying to write an album. And, uh, and it's them going back and forth and arguing and being like, you know, probably multiple members were high. And so, you know, and Paul's like, come on, guys, we got to write this fucking album. We've got two weeks. Like, you know, and, and they're trying to, like, get it together. And, and they're just, some of them are really aloof. And, you know, it's it, it's really interesting but, and when you, it, to see, like, kind of the, the dynamics behind yeah. their band. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that always interests me about like any band, like, yeah. Band. Yeah. Know, like, local bands around here. It's like I wonder how the fuck, you know. I always they get watch their shit like together. watching those like VH1 documentaries they used to have back in the day. Yeah. That were like all about like in the studio or like it was that there was like that True Life on MTV or what well, not True Life. It was something where they used to do because like, there was a one they had with the Blink One Eight Two when they did the Blink One Eight Two album. They did like a whole behind the scenes like as they were recording the album, and they did one with like Limp Bizkit. And it was pretty fucking tight too. But like well, it was like, like behind the studio, like they were doing like things like behind the studio, like you know, like yeah. just like like their day to day. Like I think that's interesting. I fucking I, love watching. It's I not always that. glamorous. Yeah, like going going on the road is not glamorous. Sitting yeah. in sitting in a van for seven hours to go to Toledo with in our case um, a deep green turkey. <laughs> yeah, we had a deep green turkey like with a trailer. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like sit, I mean, it's not always you know you're not always eating good. Like yeah. it's not. Well, I will, I will say that, like, I was thing. crying. We were, time. we were like old enough in the game that we all like had, we had jobs and shit. So we were like, we are not, like, I'm not, I'm not sleeping in the van. I'm gonna pay for a hotel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We, no, we, yeah. we, I pay to stay in Yeah, And we were, and it's like we were like, you go and love Jow, where we got their own room. It was like two double beds, and then like yeah. we all like. Or if we, if we couldn't find, if someone at the show like couldn't hook us up with a place yeah, yeah. or whatever. Definitely like no. There was a moment on tour I was crying because I was so fucking tired. Like going through the mountains of like Pennsylvania, this guy was. It was like right towards the end, and it's like already like we're already twelve hours in, and this motherfucker's still snoring. And at that point, I don't stay awake. Maybe where you're just hearing like it's just like this like no matter what you do, it's just there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's just a certain point that I think that me and like Drew at one point were just. We just started laughing because we were about to cry because we were both so fucking tired and all it was was <laughs> like over yeah. everything that we try to play music wise because like we're trying to keep each other up because like these fucking things are windy and shit and it's just like oh. yeah yeah no yeah, dude and it's like you can't sleep you know like we're done you're playing. also not you're also I was just talking to somebody about this like you're even even if it's you know three days you're around the other people that you're on the run with. For three days, yeah, and and you 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 there's really not a way to get away unless you say, <laughs> hey, I need to get away. I yeah. need to go for a walk, like by myself. Oh, I did. And there were there were a few times, like you know, I love the guys in my band, and and even on this tour tour, we had two guys that like were filling in, and so uh, I mean, one of the guys is a friend that I've been in a band with before, but the other guy I've never met him before, and so it's like. There's a couple times where it's like, I just need to step away. I just need a minute to myself. It's nothing personal against those guys. It's yeah. just like, 
let me go sit in the van by myself for 30 minutes and then I will and let me reset yeah, yeah. just let me reset you know oh I had to do that when you we ever feel that way Chris absolutely you gotta find a way. <laughs> yeah, totally, I do. Because I'm just like, you're out there, you're just like sick of these motherfuckers. Like, I yeah. need some, It's not I, I normal. It's not normal to, to I, yeah, be. Not, yeah. I had to do that in Rochester. I took like an hour and I was like, y'all, I'm gonna go take photographs. I'll see you all in a little bit. Like, I just gotta. Just give me like, you know, 45 minutes away from everybody before I have to fucking do things. You know what I mean? Because it's like, we're gonna be back in the car and like. Eight and a half hours afterwards, too. Yeah. Doing yeah. this all over again. So it's like, I just need time to walk and stretch my feet. Sure. Yeah. I'm still stoked to go on this little weekend tour. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. No, I love, yeah. I love it, man. Yeah. And those are the only, only two shows we have in July, um, as far as like in St. Louis. The 7th, 7th and the 22nd. 22nd, yeah. Okay. Playing with, uh, playing at the new Ready Room that like, used to be the old Atomic Cowboy. I'm excited for that. Yeah. I'm really excited. I'm, I'm stoked for that. about it. I want to know, I, I got to see when their next show is, just so I can go there and scope it out so I can see, like, what I'm in for, you know, like stage-wise or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to do that. Yeah, well, you know, the, okay, are you playing on the outdoor stage? Or we're playing thing? inside. Okay, so uh, I would think it'd be similar to how it was before, right? I would think so, too, but I don't know. People Did you play there before when it was a demo? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Like, what was that, bootleg or something? Yeah, I yeah. played when it was the bootleg. I've been to some shows there when it was the demo. Yeah. I like that room. I've yeah, always great. Really, I like, I've, I've liked playing there, and I like uh, seeing, seeing shows, shows there. there. Yeah. It's like, it's a nice size. Mm-hmm. I like when they open the garage door and you can go like out the right. back. And um, I also am really excited about. Um, I need to get like Rick to be on the podcast yeah. because um, I'm also really excited about the outdoor stage because we um, played a show in Wichita that reminded me that reminds me of that outdoor patio at yeah. Atomic Cowboy. It was just a big open like um, a big stage with a nice sound system, big open back area. And like, they were charging $8 at the door and it was almost like a captive audience. Like not everybody was there to see the show. People were just there to hang out and drink. But like, there was like 300 people. Yeah. There. And and so then, you know, there was like about a hundred people that kind of like gravitate towards the stage and they're really there for it. But like you get paid well because people are there no matter whether they're there to see you or not. And then, like, a good chunk of people are there to see you Yeah, play. once they get up and running, I would love I've been, like, milling around in my brain just about, like, doing, like, a little St. Louis, like, festival thing or whatever. I would fucking be the place to do it. Like, yeah, they absolutely. That, they have that absolutely. Outside, outside stage. You could just go back and forth. Like, right. okay, indoor, outdoor, indoor, right. out. That would and be And it's the type of thing they've do done it. there before when it was Tom and Cowboy. They used to, have, they, like, host things like that all the time. I'm just excited for the place. I'm glad Red Room's back. I'm glad there's, like, another venue like a bigger venue like that especially in the grove like such a fucking great place and outdoor outdoor is cool yeah yeah i mean it's a really good time i think we're we're playing with a hot corpse and squint and wise's guys at that show all three bands are fucking sick so i'm really really stoked about that yeah i love squint i love squint i have not heard i think hot corpse actually practices in that room right over there but they practice at uh Limp. They practice. Oh, okay. Yeah, we practice. I guess uh, maybe I don't know who I was hearing in that room the other day, but I was. It was not anybody I'd heard before, and I was like, Derek Reif. Oh, uh, is in that room. With, it might like, be like, Path, Path of Might. Of might and yeah. stuff. So I thought maybe they were here for that, but um, I haven't seen them yet. Who's in more bands than me, by the way? Derek Reif. Be clear about that. Wait a sec. Okay, Path of Might. Yeah, Mystic Path of Might. Will. Which I I don't know if you count. That's not a band anymore. <clears throat> um, Mystic Will. Yeah, I don't think I don't know if they're together. So he's at what's the other? What, what else? Uh, Hot Corpse, Path of Might, Hot Corpse. Fucking talking shit over here. <laughs> Damn it! See, you're in more. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just bought a tube screamer from Derek. Uh, so 
only lives a block or so away from me. So. Oh, bro. Nice. Yeah. No, okay, so how many are you in now? Blight Future, which we just played a show. Yeah. Chandelier Swing, Family Medicine. That's it. You, wait, you were playing in still... I played, the... one show. I played one show. <laughs> I played one show. It was just to fill in. Just to fill in. I was. I saw you there. Like when I saw you at the record space, I was. Like, I have needs. Wes, I was like. I was right? like. Wait a second. Like, I have needs. Why needs. are you here? And then I saw you get your bass. I, I was like, a fuck. This motherfucker's playing it still. <laughs> this band. I can't. I don't know, man. There's like a hole inside me. I'm trying to fill with different bands, dude. Like I would play. Like if there was some like alt country band that was like, "Hey, would you be a bass player?" I would do that. I. I'm weird, man. I like I like playing all sorts of kind of music. If I ever need anybody to fill in on bass, if I ever need anybody to fill in on bass in my band, you're the first person I'm calling. I, <laughs> I hope everyone feels that way. I mean, if I if I got something, then I'll call on, Derek. Like, you don't want to do it. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, no, I'm nobody's first choice. I'm kidding. Like I'm Derek's, so Derek's, Derek Ryan's just like hidden hidden in on a bunch of calls, and that's how that's how they get into me. Derek and uh. Shanley, they're both just like, no, God, here's Wes again. Oh, he's in a lot of bands. He yeah. might have you beat. He absolutely has me he's beat. He's got you beat, for sure. It's like a new band. There's like some band releases a new record. I'm like, oh, who's in this band? Oh, Shanley. Shanley's in this. <laughs> and they're all sick, too. Beaver Dreams, yeah, Squint, Squint, Squint uh, sick. Still, still sick. Better Days. Yeah, fuck him. He's in a million Beaver fucking Dream. bands, and they're all good. It's not yeah, fair. Yeah, they are all really good. He needs to come on the podcast again. He yeah, well, for, well, just have oh, he was in time and pressure too. Yeah, he's also in time and pressure. Uh, guys, this was great. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we just sit here and talk for. Yeah, I could. I could honestly. I, I've honestly like kind of forgot that we were even podcasting. Yeah. Even though I'm holding a mic, but um, I love you guys, Jonathan. Hey man, thanks, thanks for man. coming out, Chris. I mean, you've been. You might as well. This might as well be like partly your podcast. You ever want me to come here and so hang much. out and talk, Wes? I yeah, will. let's do it. I have a lot. Like I said, I got a lot of opinions. It doesn't even have to be like a conversation about like what you're doing with music. We could just come in here and talk about like St. Louis music. Yeah, I'll fucking talk. Fucking St. Louis music, metaphysics. Let's do it. K- let's do it. KRS One videos. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. July seventh.